just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Welcome everybody to a very special episode edition of True Seekers Thanksgiving edition. Coach Nick Davies and the states here. We celebrate Thanksgiving on this day. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And to you. And to you. I do like this holiday. It's very different for me, of course. But this is probably my I don't know, tenth or twelfth, something like that. So it's cool. Aha. How has that, how has your experience of Thanksgiving changed over time? Can you remember the first couple or the first one? Is it, has it changed for you? I think the fir- first one, I was just by myself in my apartment. And, oh, I, cool. It's, I get a day off this Thursday um, as I was trying to figure out what was going on. I didn't realize that Thanksgiving here is bigger than Christmas or at least as big. Um, that was intri- intriguing to me. Yeah, so I like it. Do you find that you do Thanksgiving big now, that that's part of the uh, the culture here? And it's definitely part of the culture here. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's like, what's what's not to like? You know, it's like, it, I like it for sure. I like the, uh, got in the tradition of doing like the, uh, the turkey trot run. So excited for this, this Thanksgiving day to do that. That's always cool. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, it's nice to not have like encumbered by the childhood experiences of a holiday. So come uh-huh. in and kind of make them up. So I've got no expectation. Just get to make make it while I want to make it now. Uh, the turkey trot. How long have you done that for? I think I've done it for four years out of five that we've lived here. Something like that. And are you a runner coach? I'm not much of a runner. <laughs> Do you want the story behind that? Yeah, we've sure. had some fun with this this line uh, the last couple of days. So yeah, give me the details here. It's actually a, a bit that I use oftentimes to explain belief systems because my training history has always been about lifting weights, right? Boom, it's always about lifting weights for me. And then I got a little, started to get into martial arts and part of that is to have a better about cardio approach right and so i remember my crew said you should be doing a little bit of running okay i'm not a runner but well i had leverage i didn't like running so i never was never ran so i wasn't good at it so i wasn't a runner right like so the cycle was i'm not a runner so i don't run so because I, I don't run i'm not a runner i'm not good at it so i don't run and so I just cycle around but i had some leverage to break, break the pattern if you run you'd be better in muay thai it's like well okay then and now now you've got my attention so, and the, and the guidance was no more than three miles at a time. So I, I started to attempt to run around my neighborhood where I lived at the time. And that was like a mile and it was so challenging to do. And then I did it a little bit more and then I did a 5K and then did a bit more and I did another 5K. And I noticed that when someone asked me about running, instead of saying, I'm not a runner, okay, I don't run, it changed to, 
I'm not much of a runner. And so that's how we bridge beliefs, right? Because the difference between not being a runner to that's I'm a runner. That's that's too far of a leap oftentimes because it's just very binary also. Like it's like you're, if you want to, if you wanted to be a runner, I want to run marathon. I want to run marathons. Like that's a high level runner, let's say. You're on one side of the cliff. You want to get to the other side of the cliff. And there's this, you know, there's this big gap in between. It's like you've got to create the bridge beliefs that allow you to start to walk across it, right? So from I'm not a runner to I'm not much of a runner, it's closer. But what's my outcome? I don't want to be a runner. <laughs> but I want to use running as leverage for other things. And this other thing happens to be an experience I want to have on Thanksgiving with my brother and and my wife and his girlfriend and brother's girlfriend as well something to call to do together and it you know sets the stage for the day and like enjoy the discipline up to it as well and now i've got like four years of history i want to beat my time aha uh -huh. so there is there is some goal setting some something to achieve along the way here exactly exactly this is so funny because this is uh very apropos to a conversation i had with a client today who's struggling with motivation in the gym and he shared with me like I, I show up and I just I don't want to be there. It doesn't give me energy. Like the, the lights are bright. Uh, like I, I just don't want to be there. I'd rather be somewhere else. And I asked him, you know, has he has he been an athlete in his life or did he play sports? I always think about the times where I'm most motivated to work out. There's something attached to it where I can see myself in the future either performing or playing a sport or on some sort of stage where I want to be my best. So I, I think it's missing, some people miss that uh, flag in the ground in the future that they can plant. For you, in this situation, it's, it's Thanksgiving day, right? Being able to run the turkey trot. So therefore you want to train. You don't like running, you don't even wanna be a runner, but you want to be in a, a place where you can perform uh, on that day and, and beat your score. So I think that's important to have, uh, to understand that principle, that if we're not motivated about something, then there's ways to make ourselves motivated. Being, there's always leverage if you're willing to find it. And as a coach, I almost like it more because I don't like it. <laughs> like I don't want to be a runner, but even so I can still win at that, relatively speaking, right? Like So I'm not going to win the race, but that's not the point. It's to win win more than, like, can, I, can I do more at, at 39 than, <clears throat> than, I, than I did when I first did it? 35 or 36 whatever it was mm. and so that's that's some evidence over time and it's it's useful really useful mm. can you think of another area that you've applied that either knowingly or unknowingly or just reflecting on this to where now maybe something you you're not thrilled about but you've leveraged or when was the last time you had to use leverage in a scenario where maybe you didn't want to do something like with most things uh, it's like i think i think it's like i think it's a continual leveraged experience right some some things are more front and center that you can see oftentimes but everything's about association you know if you think about something that's obvious in your life that you do right now it's because it's because it's in your life all the time and you see it with back to the environment right i think there's you always need to have leverage that's intrinsic or extrinsic or a combination of those that depends on the individual what's important um, but yeah absolutely i think it, like it, it moves and you can't be everywhere at once right so you've got to be that's why 
as coaches, we reset the game every quarter because you can't just set out a game at the beginning of the year and, and go check in at the end of the year. It's like so many things have changed. Mm. Might even be so different that what's important to you at the end of the year is not the same as what was important to you at the beginning of the year. And it could, that could be a wholesale change or it could be something more specific, but you see it that way, coach? I do. I, I almost want to take the conversation in a different direction based on what you just said there at the end, because I think this is an important subject too. Um, I have a lot of conversations around, you know, sometimes I feel like people chase shiny objects and, sure. and like this month, something is important, but then this month, another thing is important. And that's true in business, but we also know this law of like compounding returns works best when we're so consistent about the same actions over and over and over and over again. So I want to get your thoughts on that principle because there seems to be times when it's right to apply or maybe specific things that it's it's right to apply it to, but you also don't want to lock yourself into too much structure with that and have flexibility to be able to accommodate other important things along the way. Um, I just think there, there's something there with that because there were some frustrations with a, a client that I was coaching recently that we're not getting results, results, results. Well, we show up and focus on something different every single time. So we need to have yes. something that's most important that drives everything else. And that if that's not okay, we talk about that every single time because we need to get it to a spot that's okay before we can talk about anything else. So I'm just curious if I can get your thoughts with that. How do you see that principle working out in these different scenarios? Yeah. If you're everywhere, you're nowhere. You know what the the thought analogy of this that's been popping up lately. And I remember that, remember the, uh, the uh, Guy Ritchie film snatch. Yes. We know there's a, there's a bit where they're in the caravans and like they're watching the, the greyhound chasing the, the hare, like the dog chasing the rabbit. Like, I think it's that. Right. And, but that's the image that's in my head, but it's like, if the greyhounds after the one rabbit or the hare, there's the chance that it might get it. It's it's still got to outrun it, outmaneuver it. But if there's now two hairs, what's <laughs> likely going to happen? They're going to get neither. Like right. which one? Which one? Which one's gone? <laughs> and so yeah, like I have clients like that all the time. Shiny edge, shiny object syndrome. Well, this is the best thing. This is the best thing. So like that's great because that's a big strength because you can see opportunities. But if we're thinking about you know the one of the tools we use, MindScan, that, that probably be a big clarity on top of practical thinking. All the way yeah. to the top. Action, where action. Just action for action's sake. And so mm -hmm. is it tied to the actual result that you want long term? So I, what do you find is a good antidote for that for clients to get more grounded, but also honor that strength because it is it is one. Yeah, I think the stick with the mind skin theme. If action is up, which one do you think is down, coach? Probably structure. Well, I was going to say the other one. Right, sometimes what I, what I see is it can be either, right? And it can be both. Um, but right. that that relationship uh, between action and the way people feel about it, like you can steamroll over and just be taken action. And you have no uh, gauge or temperature of, uh, of how other people exist in that in the organization. So you could be thinking that you're getting all these results and people are like resenting the hell out of you because... They can't keep their their head on straight. That's what's happening in this in this particular scenario, is that you know we're getting results here, 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 here. It's like I can't even. I don't have a life. I, I'm I'm having to relearn all these different things 
because so many new things are being thrown at me that I can't even practice the principle of consistency because it's just like, it's a mess and there's too much freedom going on. There needs to be more structure. So there's your structure right there. So probably both of them are down, right? If, if action's up. Yeah, it could be. I mean, but you can't, I mean, it obviously depends on the extremes of it for sure. Yeah. If, and so then you've got the leverage, right? So if that person is slightly higher on the people front, you'd be like, man, you're moving real quick and like jumping over, jumping different things. But what do you think this means for the people in your life? If they're, but if their people is lower and they're higher on the structure, uh, there's some, maybe some leverage there. It's like, tell me how you think about this in a structured sense. Mm -hmm. Maybe that'll bring them back around again, but it's also really useful. Well, like, the reason I like that question is because that's probably what they're overlooking. So that's the, the superpower. Slow down. I know there's resistance. We want to go go act. <laughs> At least you showed up. This is 30 minutes on our coaching call here that you're not acting on something. <laughs> yeah. But like, Slow what's, down. The, yeah. what's the structured approach to that? Yeah. And just get them thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, because even that's putting parameters around it sometimes, right? It's like, but you can also see that with high structure when they're thinking about it. So it was just the difference with sharper will be just thinking too much and no action. Right? It's the same, it's the same blockage, if you will. Just the the opposite thing is happening. Yeah, that's interesting to think about too. Mm -hmm. I got I'm in my head thinking, thinking, thinking of all these things, theorizing, 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 but I haven't put enough parameters around it to take the action. So like I've so then you actually use more structure yeah because yeah if you've got something that is in a box right like there's your box like that's useful structure it's not going anywhere but if you put extra layers on the outside of it just like make it like armor on the outside it becomes not useful anymore because you can't get to it hmm. so that's when you go to that extreme on the structure if you're very structured then you can't even access what you're trying to structure around because you just can't get there anymore. Or you can see structure for structure's sake. Yes. And then you get to that paralysis. That's what I was going to say. If you look at the way the mind scan is laid out, right? Relator, doer, thinker. Uh, you start mm -hmm. from the right and it's always for the sake of what's on the left. So the structure is for action's sake. Well, the action is for people's sake, right? We want to take action to get results so we feel good about it. So the structure is there so we can take the action. The action is there so that we can feel like we're making progress. Yeah. And that's why, that's how Hartman came up with his, like what's most valuable. What, what's most valuable is the way that we feel and who we are because the actions are always intended to improve that and structure is there just to put something in place so that we know that we're taking the right action. And it's a beautiful thing, right? And just, okay. just having the- We solved, we solved it. <laughs> go and eat some turkey go and eat some turkey that's what you need to do uh, I'm on my second nap of the day coach already here yeah. <laughs> that's why you're so articulate right now right I got the uh, the post turkey clarity going on here <laughs> <laughs> well maybe on that note coach give me uh, give me your takeaway here what's What's the thing that you're taking to this afternoon's turkey slumber? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking over my notes here. This is maybe the first episode in a while that it, it doesn't 
it hasn't hit me or I can't steal something from you that you just said recently. So let me, I like, I know, I'm pretty sure there's an episode titled this before, and you've mentioned this before, but bridge of beliefs is not something that I, is in my vocabulary a lot. And I love that because that is a very action-oriented way to get from a place where we are to where we want to be identity-wise. And your runner example is such a perfect example. There's no way that you can go from, I'm not a runner to like, I, I love running and I sprint every day and I am such a runner. It just doesn't happen that way. And I think if we, we can fool ourselves by trying to use mantras or uh, even affirmations, I love running, I love running. Like maybe like over time, that might be the case, but there is a bridge there. There is a progressive incremental step to get to the next incremental step over time. And that's what today's whole conversation was about anyway, is just that that progression uh, to get to the next level here. Yeah, and I think all of those things are helpful tools, right? But it's a, it's a check-in to go, where, you, where do you wanna go with this? And to see where you where you are, right? So it's that's what we do fundamentally. Where are you, what's really true? That's actually harder, I think, sometimes than where do you wanna go? But, but you've got to be honest with yourself for both of those. And then they're tied together, right? Like the change in a, chains in a football game. You only know that they're ten, you can only move along when you know that there's always 10 feet between them. And so you, you're constantly checking in to see, like, hey, like, where am I? But where do I want to go? Do I want to get to that first down? In my case, my scenario, I don't want to be a runner. Like, that doesn't, doesn't do much for me. And But, but, I, but I want to leverage it, the minimum effective dose, right? So... My, I already essentially got my outcome, but but if you want, if you like, I want to run marathons. Like, you can you absolutely can? And then all of those tools will be helpful, and the bridge beliefs along the way will be as well. Mm. You know that that's it's all part of that combination. Love it, Coach. Thank you. Yes, for another riveting edition of True Seekers Thanksgiving edition. And I love an American football reference on Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for watching another episode of True Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Thanks to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. Come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks. See you again next time.